Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jan and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Hi, Jan here. I just wanted to share with you a discussion I had with one of our clients, Ian Perkins, who runs a national conveyancing business and they operate nationwide and we started working with them about 10 years ago and they only had a couple of staff and now they have over 50 and he was kind enough to share a bit of his journey and we're just hoping that you might get some insights into what he did and how he did it and perhaps how we could work with you if you've got a small to medium-sized business and you'd like to have similar experience to Ian. You can get in touch with us and we can see how we can support you, your team and your business to grow. Hope you enjoy the episode. My name is Ian Perkins. I'm the Managing Director at Law Lab, one of Australia's leading national conveyancing uh, property law firms. We currently have a, a team of about 50 people working between Brisbane, Darwin, Melbourne and Ningen in Western New South Wales, uh, as, as well as a range of people working remotely from, from home. As a business, we operate in every state and territory doing commercial and property law. In terms of residential conveyancing, which is our bread and butter, we've probably serviced about 100,000 customers since we launched the brand in 2014, having transacted nearly $30 billion worth of property. So it's, it's a business that started out with two staff and $100,000 turnover and, and has transitioned to being a national mid-sized business. Since we launched our brand, uh, our retail conveyancing services in 2014, um, been, we've been working with, with Jan and uh, she's been a, a, an in, integral part of um, our journey from a, a micro business, a, a business with two or three staff, to a business that has um, 50 staff across the country. I think Jan has played a critical part in mentoring me in the change from being a person who does to being a person who manages. It like many small business people, you achieve success in a small business by being good at what you do. But any kind of transition from that small business space into a medium business space requires a complete restructuring of the business and a restructuring of the way that you work. And I don't think I would have been able to as easily transition from a doer to a manager without the ability to rely on some of the structure that Jen has provided for both me and my team to make that transition. Lawlab, as a business, has been out on a limb since 2014. We very much were a traditional uh, law firm in a traditional structure. And what we've done is we've changed the governance, governance structure of the business. We've changed our engagement with technology. And we've changed the, the very processes that we follow in delivering services. Our, our industry is, is very much characterized by being a cottage industry. 93% of service providers in the conveyancing space do up to 100 files a year, and we do 100 plus files a week. So as a business, what that meant was not just we had to do more of, of what we used to do, we had to completely change the way that we delivered services to ensure quality, 
but to also be too responsive to what our customers want. I think Jan's input's been in, in there's kind of been like a two tiers. I think Jan's engaged more regularly and very effectively with our leadership team. From its nascent stages where we didn't have a leadership team, we had a range of people who had part of their role focused on the broader business rather than just the, the their core job description. And from those um, couple of people who had a slightly wider focus, we've grown those people and added new people in to create a leadership team that, that focus on the business as a whole. They have their areas such as finance and operations and, and quality and training, but it's been a shift from people who did to people who also managed parts of the business. Then I guess in that space, what we really needed was structure and confidence. And, and the structure came about by team-based leadership training and, and working, creating ways to work together so that each of the individuals could have responsibility and accountability, but do so in a way where we're working towards the same goal. But also confident in that there was someone that we could pull in when we felt like we were hitting a wall or just needed uh, a friendly, friendly person to talk to. Um, confidence is one of those things that's critical uh, when you're engaged in change. Um, and, and sometimes that's simply having um, a calm voice in your ear. Started out with the view that teams were better than individuals. And I mean, you know, three people is not three times better than one, but it's this magical number more than that. And, and that's a strong belief from team projects, both at university and in previous jobs. But, but how to leverage that, it doesn't happen by accident. So learning who is in your team, understanding their strengths and weaknesses, understanding how to communicate with them, understanding how to create an environment for them to thrive in their role has meant that as a business, we've been able to consistently change but maintain a positive culture. So it's very much about working together and understanding how to do that. Um, efficiently, but also kind of fully. And, and I think that's a, a, a key thing that we as a business have received from working with Jan is we've brought everyone on the journey. And then more importantly, I guess, it, it hasn't stopped in the leadership team. And so our business has chosen to invest in a national retreat because we have people that work from home and in offices across four states. It, it's critical for us to come together and make sure that the broader business, everybody, including juniors and admin staff and 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 our technology team, are all on uh, on point and, and and going on the same journey with with the leadership team. So it's about everyone being together. I think some of our our, our our you know our graduates and more junior staff have been absolutely shocked and excited at the same time to understand that how they think and how they think compared to others and how they can communicate with others. And, and that's been something that I've gotten used to over the 10 years, that every time we run that kind of training, the level of engagement genuinely surprises me. Change management is one of the most difficult things to do in a business. It's very easy to keep doing what you've done before. But if you're in a, uh, an innovation business where you're looking at changing the way services are being delivered or products are being provided in your space, that change is where you can lose all your team, and that change can be very damaging. 
So what we've been able to do is to change the business by leveraging a culture of responsibility and a culture of, of, of where our staff are informed. And, and, and critical examples of that are staff retention. In our industry coming out of COVID, I think the industry-wide metrics were at 50 or 60% turnover in, in, our, in, in, in law firms. And what we've been able to do is keep almost all of our leadership team and, and most of our senior staff, which enables us to you know, continue to change in a positive way and not take too many steps backwards. So obviously staff retention is a, is a critical one. The other, the other big change that I've noticed from our business is that the pace of change has picked up. Now that we are an effective team with you know, diverging responsibilities, but, but operating within a structure, I'm no longer delegating tasks. People are now escalating issues to me, and that has intrinsically changed the pace of change. And I, I don't mean change at all costs, I mean change that occurs within a positive culture. We have worked with Jan every year since 2014 and have just rebooked her again for 2024. So what, what has changed for us is that Jan is a facilitator. And so we don't need to get her back to do on repeat the same things every time. She's enabled us to grow as leaders in our own business. And so we use Jan's learnings and teachings often. We structure meetings, we structure leadership retreats now without her because we've learned the tools to do that. What we do now is we bring Jan in for large changes mm-hmm. or, or issues where we're looking at making significant alterations to either how we work together or what we're working on and very much so want to bring her back annually for the whole business retreat, which requires an expert facilitator when you have that many people in a room. The investment is huge and it, it doesn't make sense to invest that much time and money in bringing your people together and not making the most of the opportunity. And I believe that's, it's critical to have an expert facilitator for that kind of event. Beautiful. Thank you, Ian. I really appreciate that. That's made my day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all true. <laughs> and the, the other thing, you know, because I've just been, you know, putting some presentations together, you know, talking about culture is that the biggest lever is the leader, you know, and that you have been such a, you know, a, a steady leader in making those changes and, you know, walking your talk and being vulnerable, like saying when you don't know something and then, you know, like redirecting and that's just gold because it really well, instills trust. Well, that, from that meeting, yeah, from that, that, that session we had, well, that leadership team session, you know, we've been rolling out change projects with quarterly targets and doing all sorts of things ever since. So the pace of change has been quite significant. It all moves a lot faster now. And because I'm not critical to it, I, I'm now a, occasionally a blocker, but that's a very minor part because I'm signing off on something or having to be sold on an, on a, on a, on a expenditure. So we're we significantly different business now. I mean, there are, we're, we're on to that next level where we, you know, we need to mentor our leaders on working with each other as much as with me. So there, there's some of the things that I want to do with you in March mm-hmm. is that day, which is the, leader, the, the leader's day, is not so much straight out planning because we're following a lot of the things we've learned from you. That's very much what I want to focus on there is, is how we work together. Yeah. 
And I think also it's tapping in to their, I suppose, their leadership, not just style, but their legacy. You know, like who who do they need to be? And and instead of, you know, like their success is now not just on the task, it's actually who they're bringing up. That's the key. You know, that's the real shift. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also the shift from being doers to managers as well. And some of them have to stay doers because that's their role. Their role is to be the uber doer. Um, So they're not all of them have management functions, but it's about understanding what your core role is. Um, But, you know, managers still need to do some things and doers still need to manage some things at a leadership level. Thank you so much, Ian. I'll let you go and big hug. Thanks, mate. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hi, I hope you enjoyed the episode and we look forward to being able to produce similar results for you, your team and your business. So if that episode resonates with you, please get in touch with us and let's just see if we can make some magic. Thank you for joining us on the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. If you have a leadership or management question or subject you'd like covered on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at peopleleaders.com.au. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.